0: I'm Mike doing good. All right. Well, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the North Rose Outdoors podcast. Hello. Number 34. I'm Nick Bito. I am Jacob Edickson. And And I'm Jared. Yep. Back in the studio. Timmy. We've got Timmy. (laughs) And I want to start this one a little bit differently than any of the other ones. It's kind of a, I don't know, kind of going to bring the mood down a little bit. But make sure that you guys that are out there ice fishing, double check the ice. Oh, yeah, there's been a few incidents now the past few days. And this past Saturday, it is currently January 10th, and this last Saturday I was out on Otter Tail again. And right as I was leaving the lake, there was an incident by one of the inlets where um, I believe two snowmobiles fell through and one of the gentlemen that fell through didn't make it. So, sorry to that guy's family, and, you know, his friends, and Mike actually knows him. Yeah, what you're saying is, like, his in-laws or something were really good friends with him or something like that? Yeah, and he, the guy lived on the lake for, like, 30 years, and... Yeah, and that was, just goes to show, I mean, even, wow. even if you're comfortable around it, and, you know, he's lived there his whole life, you'd still just, you just, safety is always number one, just always make sure you're checking the ice. And there, there was be, a plow truck, too, that went through up north, and... The really shitty thing about that Ottertail Tail one, um, like I said, he he lived there for 30 years. They were at the, the Otter, um, and they left. And when they left, there was a whole bunch of fog out on the lake. And it wasn't them venturing somewhere that they knew that... Well, I shouldn't say that, because they did know that the ice was bad there. But they got disoriented with the fog. Lost where they were. And ended up driving right into the... To the inlet on the northeast side there, and that just, I mean, I remember it being foggy when I was out there, but I had my Helix with me, and I have left before. I've left my house and gone to the truck or gone to get somebody or whatever and not brought it with me. I don't think that I will do that again. I, I think that from now on, if I leave, I will have that or some sort of GPS, so... yeah. I mean, so it's, always, it's always good I mean when you get out there to just have your trail marked so that way like if you get back in the night or fog or whatever you know the path that got you out there should be you know safe conditions to get you home so if you follow that same trail to me the crazy thing is that I was literally on that same lake I mean, right? that, that could have been me you know could have been That's me taking Ricky for stuff. a swim yeah. yeah so well bringing the mood back up um this episode is going to be very similar to the last episode we did where it's just going to be a fishing update. Um, I was out last weekend, Jake was out last weekend, and Timmy was out last weekend. So, Jake, we'll let you start it. Uh, our last Instagram post had uh, three very nice walleyes in them, and oh, you yeah. were holding two of them. Yep. Uh, that was <coughs> we went up to Red Lake again. I think I kind of told talked about that in the last podcast. We were up there, had pretty decent luck, so I left the wheelhouse up there last week, which was my first time leaving it sit anywhere. That's you know like not. Were you scared? That's public property during the week. Were you scared? Like thinking, God, I hope nobody's like tw- a little bit I mean, out of your house. <laughs> I'm probably too trusting when it comes to just anything like that. But it was, I I had it a little bit more. I was like, I should have just an apple air tag is thrown in it Or just set my like cellular trail cam Just on the table So like someone gets to the door or, Like, What resort did you it? leave it at? Uh, Mort's So that one I, Am I thinking JR's The one that has JR's the field the corner one. Well they both have fields JR's is like on the corner So was yours somewhere where Like they could see it Or did they actually have to go out to No like they could see it Actually like the only spot Because they wanted like kind of along the road The only spot was like Directly in front of the the Scotts, the driveway there where the owner lives. So definitely could see it. Um, I wasn't, yeah, like I said, I wasn't too worried, but a little bit because it's got all my gear in it. The only thing I took out of it was my my new Ion Augur and my Vexlar, which was really just to charge it up. But yeah, that's the only thing I was thinking. I was like, I should have just set one of my cell cams on the table just in case someone broke in. At least I could attempt to get a picture. But that was the other thing. So I left it up just because there's snow there. You sitting putting your your cell cam on the table that that means if th- somebody stole it you could like print the guy's picture and put it up next to your ice <laughs> house like here lies the glacier <laughs> and have yeah. a picture of the guy that's yeah but would they have to get into it to steal it like do you go as far as setting it down when you leave it <laughs> well that's what I was just getting into it, I didn't just because it wasn't like cloud cloud snow so like it would have just been sitting on a snow bank which is almost worse it just puts all the weight there yeah, the weight, like, into the floor and not the frame. Right. So I just left it up. But if someone was not trying to steal the whole house and just, you know, break into it and steal the gear, like, then they would have just. Yeah, they're those, just looking for A camper easy. door. you can just rip through if you want it. Yeah. You, like, you don't need anything special. And actually, I was talking to some of the people up there, because it's actually relatively common. For people, like, forget. They're, like, get locked out of their house. And they were talking about there's a couple people they know that you literally give them 20 bucks or whatever, and they're small enough, they just crawl under it. And, like, go through a hole in it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, that's only a 12-inch hole. You got to be... But, apparently, like, that's... A couple of resorts have people that are that small. If someone gets locked out of the house, they can just crawl under. Send your kids under there. Pop,
1: yeah, pop up the hole and... Break into people's ice houses. Open from the inside. So, I got
0: that set out. We went well, pretty if much we, to this. If we ever change our, our careers here and we want to start stealing ice houses, Timmy's <laughs> small enough. Yeah, <laughs> We got I'm just kidding. I, that is, I, We're not gonna steal ice houses? No. Unless you know, there's jealous. a lot of things that we say on these podcasts that we really shouldn't say on these podcasts. Yeah. It's not like anyone's listening to us anyways. I haven't checked the stats lately, but I think last week's episode was four, and I was one of them. <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> All right. That leaves two randoms. <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen. Uh, <coughs> so we went out, yeah, basically where I ended last weekend, I had that spot kind of plowed out, and... There, it was really slow up there, and I think that's kind of how it gets. Like After Chris, or after New Year's to like end of February, I, I think it kind of dies down up there. So I went out to the same spot that we had ended last weekend on, and it, we, we did not great. Uh, we were just into a lot of smaller ones, a lot of 10-, 12-inch walleyes, and really struggled for a bite. <laughs> I will say fishing wasn't the number one task when we were up there we spent a lot more time just playing games playing cards up at the resort uh was it a liquor weekend or a beer weekend it it was beer it was beer let's see oh we did have a bottle of pendleton how many cases of coors light did you go through yeah i don't know those stats all (laughs) of it no no not all of it um there was like three cans left yeah something like that (laughs) but uh no it was a lot of fun we played the horses game because it was uh there was let's see Two, five of us up there. So we were just, yeah, having a fun weekend, pretty much just camping out on the ice. It definitely was a, so it was a full moon, and I definitely, we definitely seen the bite was, like, later into the night, early morning. Like, the rattle reels from midnight to, like, 4 a.m. were just constantly, right. constantly bumping. But like I said, we were on, like, a lot of smaller fish, so, like, they couldn't even take a full minnow. So, like, you'd get, the rattle reel would go down, like, six, eight inches, and, like, you kind of get up there, and you can feel them just Gnawing on barely it. You there. can't get a hook set it was like a couple of minnows we would check in the morning and there's just nothing left to them like they just been chewed up and like they can't eat the whole minnow but you can just tell like this thing was nibbled on by like probably 20 different fish so it was a pretty fun time Micah picked up a new cribbage board from the old resort they had a little little a walleye looking cut out can you give Micah whatever kind of shout out you want to give him? Like his curse still n- how he is has real? to, no how he has to basically graduate is what we, oh. we were just talking about yeah yeah no it's, it, he's he's gonna that's all there is to it this is this is he sent a Snapchat this morning it was his fifth last first day of school so <laughs> okay it wasn't it's not his fifth last first whatever no this is a semester for Mikey um yeah so we didn't have too much luck again just perch and walleye and. We left, uh, let's see, we left noon noon sa- Sunday and then threw the old championship game on the drive home, but uh, that, that was that was the, not a good game to watch in Frisco for any Bison fans out you there. You know, I'm a Bison fan, but South Dakota State deserved to win that football game. They did, they did. I mean, uh, they, I mean they were the better team all season long, really. It was a better team, and it, it's just kind of the time. Like, you could tell, like, NSU still had a big presence there, but... I don't know about you, but even, like, back when I was in college at NDSU, it it just kind of got to the point. The games weren't fun. Like, it just wasn't fun watching anymore. And, like, even it kind of seemed like the attitude down at Frisco. Obviously, SDSU hyped to be there. And you could see that through the entire fan base and, like, everything. And NDSU is just not quite the same. You know, like, everyone that's there has probably been there. This is their sixth year going there. Yeah, and and I think, in a way, you know, NDSU not winning this year It gives them a drive, it, it was, gives them it something was, to work for was, next year Probably so. not the worst thing right? It, you know? I mean, that it, it gives them drive now for next year And Yeah, we're kind of drifting off into sports a little bit here So the one thing I will say, the last episode we did Was when Damar Hamlin uh, went down with cardiac arrest on the field He is now, yeah, this is not where you're going to hear this first Everybody already knows this, but he yeah. is now back in Buffalo So that's a pretty, pretty incredible story on its own there but back to fishing and outdoors stuff. I know we don't venture into the sports talk too much. Yeah, I don't know. That was, that really was about it. We just did a lot of games, movies, and just kind of hanging out up on the lake. That's a good time. got ca- no. ca- some decent fish. Like I said, it was just all rattle What was your biggest eye this weekend? Eh, not even a keeper. Oh, 12 really? and a half inches. A lot of people up there still. No, no, that's what I was kind of saying. It, it was pretty dull. Well, I guess it wasn't twelve and 12 and a half, and it was a little bit bigger, but it was it was it was it was a low low end keeper. Dogs are going wild there. Low end keeper, and we didn't have enough, so it was like I'm not gonna clean one. So we missed we, we missed a lot of fish. I I'll say that much. And we well, probably should have been back. We heard pretty good reports, like way better than we did. There's a couple of people up there, and and we actually did better than them, but it was hit or miss. It seemed like some people good luck, some had bad. I think a little. Sh- a little closer to shore, a couple miles. And I, and I think, well, this is just my opinion, and you guys can both, we'll kind of do a little mini round table here. In my opinion, when the weekend comes around and you have all that pressure of, you know, let's just say hundreds. I, there's probably more than hundreds, but let's yeah. just say hundreds of wheelhouses pulling out on the lake. Do you think that affects it? Yeah, I think yeah, it I don't. I don't know what to the extent we think. Because <laughs> if you really think about how big Red Lake is, and the fact that, you know, fish are mobile because it's kind of a bowl. So, I'm, you know, if I have no idea how their habits or whatever, but if you think of what's around there and where they could swim from, and well, there's nowhere for them to hide, right? Well, I mean, the other 99% of the lake is <laughs> the Indian reservation because 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 I've heard up there too, and I've only been up there, I didn't get up there all this year, but last year I was up there with you, Jake, and yeah. Timmy, you were up mm-hmm. there too. Um, I one thing that I was doing last year was moving around. I would sit in one spot for a couple hours, I'd move. I'd sit there for a couple hours, I'd move. I think we moved like four times yeah. one day when we were up there, which isn't a lot when it comes to moving. No. But then, you know, now that I follow all their, their resort pages and stuff on Facebook, a lot of guys don't move. No. They just sit there because, like Jake said, it's it's a bull. Yeah. And that's that's why it makes it one of my favorite spots to wheelhouse fish, It's because you're not trying to get on structure. It's not like you're fighting other people trying to get on, you know, this ridge or this rock pile or anything. You just kind of set your wheelhouse up, and it just kind of comes and pools every forty-five minutes. You know, you don't have to worry trying to like move and get on them. It just they leave and they kind of just come back. You ever? Uh, do they catch perch? Yeah, we caught we've caught quite a few <laughs> perch up there the past few weekends. You did catch some, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we any size some, to them? Yeah, you know, some twelve-inch perch. Because I, I mean, feel like that. Bigger. I feel like it's only known for the Walters. Yeah. but yeah. I also. But actually, if you go. You know, a few years back, it was only known for crappies, and, and crappies are making a return. Yep, up that's there what this I was. Year. I was just gonna say that. The, it, from what I've been seeing on Facebook, the crappies seem to be kind of yeah. not taking over, but they're definitely Coming making up a comeback. Yeah, you know? it definitely is what they. That's what they say. Even talking up at the resort the one night, the guy, um, he has he runs the rentals up there, but he was he was showing pictures and <laughs> kind of talking about like, go back. I don't I don't even know when this was, like the '90s or something like that. It, you could just have pictures, like just satellite pictures, and you can just see black spots in the lake from that thick of crappie schools oh, like wow. around. It was just that many. I remember back in the day when we used to live, this is before I even met you, Jake, um, and definitely you, Timmy, because I met oh, the Jake. Old, the old Hankinson area? I yeah, yeah, I met Jake back in like seventh grade. I think we've touched on that before, but we used to live on Lake Elsie down in Hankinson, and you could... Uh, I never really saw it out in the water cuz we never had a boat or anything like that. But yeah. we we would fish off the dock a lot and we would catch bass and stuff like that off the dock. But every once in a while you would see you would see schools of bullhead. It wasn't crappie, but it was bullhead and there was one big one and there was a whole just the water was black with all the little tiny yeah. just the absolute the little tiny just bullheads around. that were in there. Uh, it's known to be thick. Actually, speaking of speaking of that area, uh, Sophie, my little cousin, she was in, up fishing last week with us. Uh, one of the pictures I think you posted on the Instagram was, is her. She was over in that area two weeks ago, and she hooked into a toad of a walleye. It was, yeah, it was a nice walleye. Yeah, it was only 25 inch, but it was seven pounds. It got some weight to it, yeah. It was it was quite a toad from pulling out, you know, just a slew over in that area, but... I think that's pretty much all, you know, uh, all the exciting stuff that I had. What, what, what did you do last weekend, Timmy?
1: Uh, Friday, I went out and fished with Beto, uh, around brown ish Really didn't catch a whole lot on our Tail. Yeah. And then um, Saturday, we sat up on a f- smaller lake over by Purim, and we okay. were catching perch pretty much all day, marking. Yeah. And, um... Then we sat out on another lake and crappie fished for the night bite, and Mark fish, caught fish pretty much all night. And then I just got back. I missed what you guys were just talking about.
0: I wrapped it up. I was like, that's pretty much all I had happened, happen. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> Literally nothing. I think I, I lost all my quarters on horses this weekend, so Bakken, Bakken should be quarter rich, rich right now. <laughs>
1: and then I asked Timmy how his weekend went. Yeah, and I was kind of talking about Friday, how... It was kind of uneventful, just kind of, it is what it is. It was Friday when you came out with me? Yeah, at noon, and then. Yeah, so Friday,
0: well, you can go in. Did you finish, or do you want me to go oh, first? I was talking about Saturday, too, yeah. but we can talk about Friday just before missed, we move on. I know, whole, I just messed up the whole thing. The whole vibe of the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you asked Timmy's Timmy. I got to take a big swish of bush after that. I, I know you That's asked Timmy what he was doing but i was out friday morning mike came out with me and we got to try out his new pan optics really really cool it's only like the second or third time that i've fished with a pan optics and well, it's it LiveScope or pan optics they're 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 both a thing the yeah, live scope which one is the higher one live scope okay yeah but from what i've been told and what mike's been told cuz i've only been talking to him i, I don't have one right. but he was saying that they were telling him that unless you have a boat and you're going to use it in the summer and the winter you want live scope but if you're only going to use it in the in the winter time pan optics there's not uh, a huge difference there's a little bit better clarity on the live scope well i can't isn't it like and i again i, I really don't know either i knew a little while a couple years ago when i was looking into it but one of them has got different imaging isn't that like the big yep. difference the the well i think they both have down and forward imaging yeah. but as far as the actual picture clarity goes the live scope is a little bit clearer, okay. than the, but you can still watch it. I mean, the cool yep. thing is, you know, I run the the hummingbird. hummingbird Helix Seven. He's got
1: the Garmin. What's your Garmin? The UHD, the the same thing that the live scope runs on, just okay. with a okay. Little... And then
0: you, Jake, you run the FLX thirty. Yep. So the thing about those, they're very nice for you by yourself. Yeah. You know, you can't see your. You, if you turn your gain up you can probably mark your buddy sitting next to you but with this this panoptics you punch the hole right in the middle and you can both yeah i was stubborn so i didn't put the helix away i kept using it yeah. but but it was kind of cool because i'd be sitting there not paying attention and mike would go hey you got one coming up to you yeah and i'd look down and sure enough a couple seconds later mark pops up yeah yeah it is pretty crazy i think that's why it's gained a lot of popularity and like snow bears and stuff like that because like Guides just pop that down, and they can see everyone. And then they got a TV in there, yep. so like even people that don't have their own flasher can. It's just on the TV right there. Everyone can see their We need their to looks. pool our money together and buy a North Bros live scope. That'd be pretty sweet. And then we'll just put it in the hub house, and we'll all just fish out. We're taking donations. Yeah, <laughs> we'll start GoFundMe. North Bros needs a live scope.
1: <laughs> but no, uh,
0: I was out Friday morning. Got to the lake about. Seven, and uh, Mike was supposed to meet me there. He ended up being a little late because he locked himself out of his house. Really? Yep. Yeah, Jake's mm-hmm. like, uh, what? So I he's got those days are behind us. Like he's got the like garage openers. He's got like this smart keypad on his door, going from his garage to his house. Yeah. And when he walked out, he opened the door and he swiped it with his hand, okay. so it locked it, and he went out into the garage. And shut the door behind him, yeah. and it was locked. And there's no code or nothing to get in. Yeah. So he he had to call and wake his wife up to get back inside. But anyway, <laughs> he Mike not have a keypad one on just the the like main door or anything. Just the nope. garage. Nope. Nope. Yeah, he's mm. I don't know, poor guy. I was he like, he
1: probably does now. Now he uh, yeah. gotta invest in one of those. I was like, You yeah.
0: idiot! And you locked yourself out of your house. Um, but then Mike got out there. When I first pulled up to the lake, there was a giant fifth wheel race trailer parked out on the ice and i saw that now because sometimes they do like the polar plunge and stuff out there yeah and we were on otter tail again yep. i we already touched on that but i saw that trailer and i'm like what in the hell is going on like what are they i wonder what they're doing uh, they're hauling dirt track dirt track yeah gotta be dirt track <laughs> and there's there's two pickups parked out by this trailer and I got the razor with me and the sled house. So I'm unstrapping all my stuff. And here are these two pickups come flying up the lake off the, off the, off the ice, turn in the access and come right towards me. And I'm like, all right, I'm about to get told like, Hey buddy, this access is closed for the day. Like you can't be here. I'm like, so I kind of stopped turn around, and these two pickups pull up and one of the doors flies open and this dude gets out and I'm like, yep, that's exactly what's about to happen. I'm going to get told to get the hell out of here. No, here it's some dude from down in Mankato, that yeah. him and him and his buddies just went on a weekend fishing getaway, and they came to Ottertail, and he was wondering what the ice is looking like if they can drive out there. He was wondering what was going on with that trailer because they drove out to the trailer to check on it and see what was going on. Yeah, oh, so it wasn't their trailer. Was not their trailer. They they were having big uh, uh, snowmobile circuit race out there. Oh yeah, They're yeah. They're calling it the Ottertail 100, and they yeah. had a 10 mile course plowed out on the ice. Damn. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was oh, pretty sweet. And then, so I go out onto the ice about 7. Nobody else is there by myself. Mike gets there about 9, turn around, come back. And now there's trucks and trailers trickling in. So also, I'm, I'm going to throw Mike under there. He, he wasn't that late because he was locked out. If he was in the garage, just had to call his wife to let him in that door, that did not put him two hours behind. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say he got... Maybe he got there at 8, because I... I had barely gotten the house set up when he got there. Okay. Well, so, I, was, I was just going to say, getting was locked it in nine, the garage doesn't take like on two hours. It was eight. But then Mike and I only fished until noon, and then uh, I went back and brought Mike back to get Timmy. What? And at noon... Mike. Mike? Mike? What's that from? I don't know. The only think know I can think that of that is. is hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or okay. oh, the other, the other mic thing that pops in my head is the Pixar thing with the that's, lamp. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. He doesn't make noise though. There's he hops. Pixar, and like, it's like Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, oh. You're thi- you you're thinking Finding Nemo or the, the seagulls? The seagulls. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, but when I went up to get Timmy at noon, dude, it was like it was packed. It was truck after truck after truck after yeah. truck, and they're all pulling big fifth wheel trailers. On the ice. On the ice, parking next to each other. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Trace trace. You know, this, Thousands this, of
1: pounds just side to side. Yeah, I was
0: like, this is great. And then fast forwarding to sun, or Saturday when Timmy was no longer with me. We'll go back to Friday. But I pull up on Saturday morning, and there is a the Ottertail County Fire Rescue truck was sitting there. And an ambulance was sitting there with its lights on. And they were loading somebody into the back of the ambulance. Oh, no. So, I don't know. Ooh, that's so good. That I don't know. the race or you don't know? I don't know. I had just gotten there. Uh, but there's a sheriff's deputy there and everything. So, it must have been something. I mean, they weren't there after the ambulance left. They left. So, I don't know. Right. They. I didn't see an ambulance sitting on the ice either, which is kind of weird. Which is weird. Usually, Usually races, they have somebody that Yeah. on call.
1: Yeah. To
0: be approved and, you know, all that stuff they got to do with the city. Yeah, normally that's a requirement. But then, back to Friday, when Timmy gets out there, Mike and I didn't really catch much of anything. I mean, we caught a couple little dinks, nothing to brag about. And then when Timmy got there, we went back out, sat in the same spot. I think we picked up a couple perch. Yeah, some little small little ones. dinky yeah. perch. And that's when the real fun started. So now we're back to when Timmy was, was with me. So we Saturday. Can, Saturday. No, okay. Friday. Friday. Okay. I Afternoon. have no idea what the story Afternoon. is. So I'm, I'm a lot the ride here. Well, it, everything went fine. Except for the last spot we went to set up in. You lost a toe. No. Finger? Mm, Kind of. But not like a (laughs) human finger. We were going to... We were running all over. We were hole hopping everywhere. And one thing that I will say, I know we touched on this before as well, that strike my strike master light flight that he's got. It's amazing. I don't know if it's my uh, drill or if it's yeah, the auger. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's my drill or the Eskimo pistol bit, but that thing could run laps around my pistol bit. And it could be my drill, but I took my dad's drill. He's got a brand new Flexvolt DeWalt. Still nothing comparable to so I don't know if it's the
1: auger. I don't think we ever did put the No, we never the did. DeWalt we'll the DeWalt on left to do it. Yeah, Demons we got. Like we oh, well, you're
0: just talking about the Eskimo, not like the so he's got like the auger just the bit. He's
1: got the Eskimo like drill bit or the, the drill, bit. drill auger and yeah, I've got the okay. Strike Master, yep. the light flight think, drill. I thought auger. You were talking about,
0: like just their electric auger. I'm like, "Well, it's not no, like, this is just the the drill auger." Yeah. And he's got he runs a Milwaukee with his yeah. light flight and I run the DeWalt. Well, like I said, dude, that that uh Milwaukee with that light flight just shreds yeah. like no other. I mean, I mean it we're is, not even going to state the obvious so that it's the Milwaukee but, drill. It's the Milwaukee drill. Well, I wonder how that would compare to, uh, um, let's see, Olmstead's.
1: Oh, the Nils? And the, the Nils? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that Nils is... Is, think that, is that above it still? I think I mean, so. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but that thing... We'll have thing... to do an auger race this year.
0: Yeah, we will have to do that because you we can try your new alpha. Yeah. To be fair, though, I'm in a different class because those are all... I'd Six like, or eight inch. I'd I'm like drilling. to see, uh, I'm drilling Mike's 10 got
1: the new ice. or the last year's Mike model. Mike has last year's model of the ion, so we could set year. them all up together. But again,
0: his is an 8 inch, isn't he? Or is he fishing a 10? He? He no, he's an 8, but it doesn't yeah. matter. You have the 10, so if you can beat us, well, yeah, then you're chopping through more ice. Well, yeah, right. you're going through more and faster. I was going to say, it's not quite a fair comparison if you're an 8 to a 10-inch hole. Well, just for three. fun, I haven't started the Eskimo, my Quantum 10s. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring one of those out. So yeah, like, you can you, it against that. You won't be the only 10-inch or, yeah. or out but there. I, I want to say, uh, just uh, spec-wise, from the 8 to a 10, I think it's like, because they measure it in like inches of ice yeah, per that's second.
1: Yeah, it's like 2,000 inches or something like that.
0: Well, that's probably like a battery charge, but I think it's like, it's supposed to be like half or three-quarters of an inch faster, a, more a second.
1: Oh, comp- yeah, compared to, like, to, to the 8 to the 10.
0: So like, I'd lose that... Half inch a second, or, or however, whatever it, works, it is, or a minute. Or,
1: did you get whatever. the the is it the plus? Yeah, the ion alpha plus. Is that just the, the plastic? Yep, so it's a composite. thing
0: yeah. is lighter than heck, and it worked phenomenal this weekend. I will say, I blocked my house up different, so it was three inches uh, off the ice instead of what I normally do, two. And uh, it, I drilled a hole, nothing hardly came into the slush bucket. Reversed it down. I drilled my entire house out without ever having to like empty my slush bucket. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people really it like those new so augers. slick. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it saved it have saved you just such a mess and freezing up on the floor trying to track slush out and everything. It just, yep. it just didn't have any. Have either of you guys? I have not, but have either of you? And not so much the propane because you still have that old. That oh, I still the got old Jiffy pro 4. the old the pro four that's still my favorite auger yeah, of all time. Whatever the newest gen pro four it is. Yeah, oh, w- and I see Jiffy came out with their own drill auger now. Did they? Yep. But uh have either of you guys taken a fully charged battery, whether it be a, a six amp or a five amp, and seen, or even you with your your ion? How many holes can you actually I, drill uh, burned, on a charge? I burned
1: I burned through a six amp on Saturday. How many holes did you drill? Mm, probably 50. That's not bad, though. And we were at 20 inches of ice, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty good that's for 6-amp. Especially and... when
0: you think about it. Like, like I got, we all got, like, what, 15 batteries. Yeah, like, I can always carry another 6-amp no, with me and no drill No big another... deal to have, like, throw three batteries in the bag. And, like... Yeah,
1: and drill another 50 holes. To... Yeah. I yeah, will I say, might...
0: I had no, no idea. There's only, what, 6, 12, 13, 14 holes drilled with my iron so far. So, obviously, I haven't haven't used anything out of a battery yet. Yeah, and I carry my, I carry four or five amp DeWalt 20 volt batteries with me. Yeah. But one thing I did notice between my drill and my dad's drill, mine is we've talked about this yeah, before you're just as kind well. Yeah, is, is on Antique. life support. But I think there's something going on in there because when I can drill four holes with my drill and my battery's dead, the one on my old man's drill i used that this last weekend and i went all day like i drilled with it. your batteries yep my batteries okay. but it's a brand new drill yeah so i'm thinking that there's something wrong with the circuitry in mine where it's drawing more than it should and i don't yeah, know it's, probably it's just, well, just wearing out yeah the controller voltage controller yeah it's it's had its life i mean that drills what five? What were you saying? Five, six years old. Yeah, maybe. five. I think that's a, that's, that's already. A yeah, real and it's been. You it.
1: use it for work. I mean, yeah, my drill gets beat the crap out of it at work. So yeah, so Man, I think
0: I do think mine's also kind of getting on his last legs. So I do. I did tell Timmy this, and I will publicly say it. I am considering picking up an I uh, Milwaukee for ice fishing. Yeah, try it. I mean, I might have to I, borrow. I'll it, but at the end of the day, I'm always. I'll always say it like if I don't own it or haven't paired it like i, I have don't really, I can't really, my opinion doesn't matter you know the only thing is if i buy one of those i'm gonna have to borrow some of you fellas batteries because i am not stocking up on milwaukee
1: batteries so you, for my one drill as as just feeling how nice just stop at home depot and they have their yeah. sales and get some of their battery sales yeah, yeah. Now, i'm and a DeWalt guy them, i can't so. yeah. do it if, if, if i didn't have
0: as much into DeWalt as i did i probably red, would switch just because i mean it's that's red that's where it gets to though it's just the battery like there's so much money just in the battery platform the tools is the cheap part, so it's like as, soon as you start on one battery platform, it just costs a change. But Yo, I thought I was gonna snap, snap I'm more worried about snapping my drill in half now. Cause I just I use it to run my house up and down. Well I'll hold it like I'll, I'll hold on the battery to like get the most leverage. And there's a few times I can just feel it just like <laughs> just binding. Just bending into a C and like, ooh, I better better stop. Better tone better, it down a little bit. Yeah. Well, especially like I, I don't even put my crank on it, like when I'm like fine tuning, I just use the drill, like not even it as a drill, just like cranking it with the drill. Well, and have you guys ever noticed, like, when you get a brand new tool and, like, the first time you use it, it kind of, it's got, like, a little bit of a smell to it. Like, it's burning. Yeah, or, like, the... a motor burning the brushes. Or, yeah. Or not burning the brushes. But, yeah, breaking it in. Yeah, well, my my old man's drill smelled like that. And, luckily, he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say that. But I told him that. I was like, yeah, hey, Pops, the uh, your drill is smelling. And he looked at me, and he's like, my what? <laughs> like, he, I had to I had to, like, beg him to let me take it. Like, he didn't yeah. want to let me take it. Like, the thing sits in the it. toolbox for, you know... And it's ready to go. He knows right where it's at. He does. Yep. He it's
1: got to drill that one quarter inch hole every mm-hmm. year. Yep. yep. Yeah.
0: No, no. There's four of them. Four. <laughs>
1: four. Well, jumping back in, we got kind of got off
0: onto a tangent there about augers and drills and stuff, but... So, when me and Timmy's day took a turn is when we were heading for our last spot. We had run around hole hopping, you know, pretty much all afternoon, and our lines were starting to ice up a little bit. So we took off and we were going out kind of in the middle ish of Ottertail on one of the one of the structure points out there. Yeah. And we get to a spot and we stop and we both get out and I'm grabbing the, the helix to check depth once we punch a hole. Yeah. And Timmy stands up and he he grabs his drill and he turns around and he reaches to unstrap the auger from the auger mount. And he's like, "Oh, what the hell!" And he looks, and here the the chuck that connects to the drill, yeah, and the little plastic plate, so it doesn't fall through if it falls off the is drill. All gone, gone. And we like hold, hold, hold. the chuck of the drill. That would mean the whole drill would be gone. No, 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 not the drill. No, the auger. All, I'll show you a picture of it. Okay, yeah, like the little stem that connects to the drill that's bolted to the auger. Yeah, that was gone. Oh, do you have like a plate or something? Because that's not the whole only thing holding the drill onto the auger. Yeah. That whole piece was gone. Because, like, once it gets to the the shaft of the auger. Okay, it's... hold on. you didn't have the drill on it. Correct. No, okay, I was I, thinking I, the drill was I on, take like, the drill went, off of Wouldn't the drill be gone too then? if it was no. <laughs> attached to that? Yeah, no, the, sorry. Fault or bad storytelling there. The the drill was not on the auger. Yeah, but we okay, go, so, yeah, I got you. I'm following So then we look at it, and we're like, well, shit. Like, what, we just drove God knows how far. Because we were just watching we the graph. We are zigzagging We are zigzagging back and forth. And we end up turning around, and cause it was fresh snow, like right. you could see, and where we were, nobody else had been there. So we start going around, or following our path back to where we could see where we already came from. Yeah. And we drive about 50 yards back from where right we were, there. and we could see it land there. Oh, that's good. So like, all right, well, that's a win. We can yeah. pick that up. We can use that. No that, big deal. That saved 100 bucks. Well, (laughs) not necessarily, because we get down there and we pick up all the pieces, we don't have the bolt
1: that goes through the... All right, so right here, there's a bolt going through here holding this stainless part on. Yeah. Yeah, that bolt. Yeah, see, I was
0: picturing the drill still attached there, but this part's missing. That means everything on the other side (laughs) is also missing. No, I
1: take the drill off just in case, like, if it bounces, it doesn't wreck (laughs) the chuck on the drill or falls off, yeah. So, yeah, now we found the broken pieces, but we don't
0: have the bolt to hold those pieces on the auger. You dig in your pocket and find a scrap piece no, of so, wire. And- <laughs> so, I'm, we're sitting there. We're thinking. We're like, all right, Timmy. We've got, what did we have? Four options? Four options, yeah. All right, option A. We say screw it. through it. We say screw it and go home not an option option b yeah we both knew that that wasn't gonna happen no. i mean it was like four thirty, get four o'clock right getting into prime time yeah so that wasn't gonna happen but we had to throw it out there option b we go over to these old guys or they had to have been old guys because they were <laughs> they set up early in the morning and didn't move all day either that or those they were really crushing it. them yeah but we, we were like well we can go ask those guys if they have an auger the worst that they're gonna say is mm, no that happened to me down on uh, Ghoulie's Slough yeah. in southeast North Dakota, we busted a, a pin on an auger and or propane or something. And we went to ask these guys if we could use their auger and they said no. Yeah. it's so like, okay, that's cool. Hmm. But so then option B, we go ask these guys if we can use theirs. Option C, we try and rig something up to work and risk ruining or wrecking the auger. Or the last option is we go back to one of our previous spots that we were at because we know those holes aren't
1: going to be frozen up yet. Or we drive back to the truck and get your auger. but
0: Yeah. then We were three miles out from the access, so we didn't okay. want to drive all the way back. Yeah. So we decided on the third option of trying to rig something up to Naturally. get this auger to work. Because we didn't have holes. There's enough stuff around you to make it work. Well, luckily, Timmy, for some reason, had... What what was that? What was that for? It was for tightening the screw. Oh, (laughs) just shoved the allen Allen wrench through there. So yeah, we shoved the Allen key through there, and the first hole we did, I was like crouched down with my hands, like thinking that I'm gonna catch this thing if it falls. Yeah, it comes flying out. Your drill spinning at how many RPM? (laughs) Well, then after the first, Nick's reflexes are that quick. Yeah, no, no, they are not. (laughs) If you only knew. Um. So yeah, we we end up drilling the first hole, and we're kind of careful. The second hole, we're like, all right, well, we're going to just try and drill it like we normally would. And then by the time we got to the third and fourth hole, we just shredded right through. worked just fine. But then Timmy had to run back and get the shields. Before they closed. I think we ended up picking up a couple smaller walleyes, and I missed something really, really big. Probably, It was the biggest walleye that I've ever caught. Would have caught. I didn't catch it. The worst part was I saw him do the barrel roll under the hole. Oh. He was probably a 25 26 which my personal best is 23 and a half. yeah so that was kind of heartbreaking yeah and the, the reason it happened is, is that the like when you when you think of losing a fish now is that is that the one because i just had a scenario in my head that we've talked about on this podcast it brings me back to it of losing a fish, but is that is that that's that now now going to be the scenario you think of like you, the one that got away? I actually have two other ones that yeah. are the same, um, and I don't know if I've talked about those. I don't know. Uh, one of which was down on a small slough down by Hankinson, and I had him. We were summer fishing in the boat, and I had him right up to the boat, and uh, Schmidt went to grab the net, Just and when he gri- when he nope, when he grabbed the net, I let off yeah. and that was it. Gone. He was probably mm-hmm. also a 25, 26, something like that. And then the other one wasn't even a walleye, it was a northern. And we I were down that doesn't We were down <laughs> on uh, Yeah. And um, Cubby was with me. And for whatever reason, I caught a pike on Craftslew, and, and this was quite a few years ago, but back then you wouldn't catch very many pike on Craftslew, and when you did, they were big. Yeah. And this one was big. It was early ice, so and no snow, so I could see him coming up, and he he was, I don't even, I couldn't even put an inch mark on him. Yeah. But he, Cubby was with me, and I was like, I was like, Cubby, you grab, you gotta get down and grab this fish. So he puts a pair of gloves on, which I don't fault him for that because they're slimy yeah. and and but I don't I don't blame him for that at all. But his head pops up out of the hole. Cubby shoves his hand down to grab him. And the fish flops and spits the hook out and gets away. Yeah. And I'm like, Covey, what in the hell was that? And he's like, oh, I was trying to kill him. I'm like, <laughs> dude, just push him up against the ice and grab him. And then the only uh, other one, the one that got away, the only, I caught this one. I just didn't get a picture of it. And that was devil's last year. It was like a 20, 22 or 23 inch walleye. We were just trying to get a picture of them. And he ended up flopping off the bump board. Yeah, you guys remember that one. I remember that. Yep. But that's mine one that got away. So Timmy, what's yours? Well, Uh, that was my like four that got away. Yeah, so I say
1: I group it into. I have four stories like that. I've had a couple on like Lake the Woods where, like, we've been spending spending the night, and you have like a rattle reel or something like that, and it's just not hooked right, and you're getting it up to the hole, and then you see the leader, and then it's gone. Yeah, that's kind of. I've had a couple of those, but
0: yeah. Do You guys have any uh, uh, lost and found
1: stories when you when you've been fishing?
0: No, because as far as far as uh, like ones that got away, that immediately brought me to what was it Winnie last year with you two and Anna and I. When we were eating supper, the rattle wheel went off right there, and I just pulled it up and like could feel head shakes, like knowing it's a walleye. Just seen something big at the hole, and my knot. My oh, sorry, I'm getting away from the. Yeah, you're away good. from the you're mic. <laughs> my my knot just slipped off on my. I don't know. Oh yeah, I remember that line. because it wasn't even. It wasn't like it snapped the line. No, it just. It like, just the, literally the rubbery rubbery line. line. I must have had a long tail, and it just pulling it in the head shake, and then I felt like one two head shakes. I like almost had it there. And I felt another head shake, and then my knot just slipped. Oh, that's so, like I got it bad. up and it just, you know, you see like the knot, you know, where the yeah, where distortion in the line where it was up. a knot and it just no longer was. That's just sad. And it was, yeah, that was like, you could just, oh. The, the only lost and found story that I have, Cubby and I were on a little slew again down by Hankinson-Lidgewood area. And I honestly don't even remember the name of it. Otherwise, I would tell tell the name of it because I don't... I mean, if I can help people catch fish, I don't... You know, it's not, not going to bother me. Um, but this... This lake had a lot of northern in it. And we had my dad's wheelhouse. And I had my... I don't think it was actually my favorite one. It was, like, one of my favorite dead stick rods. And I had it down to the bobber on it. And Covey ended up catching a pike... And when he caught the pike, I had the camera down, so I was yanking the camera up, and I'm like, kneeling down, going to grab this pike when Cubby, you know, drops it, or gets it up. He gets it up, and I reach in, and I grab the fish, and when I pull the fish up, I hear a splash. Mm. And we kind of sit there for a second. Our
1: first thought is, where's our phones? You know, where are the keys? Yeah, it's something that you dropped that you knew that you weren't.
0: Yep. And I turn around, and my rod's gone. Here, this pike caught the line, and when I when I lifted him up, it was just enough to pull my rod down. Your other rod? The, my dead stick rod that I was using when I oh. stood up to rescue the camera. Yeah, he caught the line of that and yanked it down. And I don't know how, but Cubby ended up dropping his line back down and was just jigging a little bit and thought that he lost something or lost his bait or whatever. Pulls it up, and he has a line. And I'm like, like what the hell? Like you, you snag lines summer fishing right. when you're trolling more than right. anything. And here he pulls that line, and it's it's my rod. He got got my rod back, and that it's it. I honestly don't even have line on it right now because I it just messed up the bearings, and it's just yeah. kind of shot just now. Done. But it was kind of cool to get that rod back. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. I don't, yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever really caught anything other. This has been a very bad podcast t- yeah. as far as staying on <laughs> that's track. Fine. Uh, well, to be fair, it's not like we had a ton of content when we needed to talk about. I did find like way back like sixth, seventh grade, Camp Okaboji, uh, on Lake Okaboji. Camp On Lake Okaboji, <laughs> we phoned an entire tackle box that went under. Oh, Nice. Wow. So we phoned that. I think that's pretty much. I've never. I caught a net on Devil's Lake one time in the summer. I was pitching jigs, super, super windy, yeah. and I ended up snagging this net, and I thought that it was like a trophy pike or a trophy walleye. <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's a fishing net. literally mean. basically lo- reeling re- re- it a Oh, actually, you know, net's worth a little bit more than a log. I still have the net. I don't know why I kept it's just it. It's a $150 net. No, and it, it must have been down there for a while, because it was like an old one. It was the metal handle with like the, oh, yeah. not the rubber. The rubber oh, one would have been yeah. kind of cool. That would have been. People right. don't just throw those away now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, something tells me this guy didn't just throw that away either. Yeah, I know. He's probably trying to get a trophy walleye and drop the net, knock the walleye off, and lost his net. Yeah. Was, you know, it's been a rough day.
1: And probably lost his lure.
0: Yeah, it's a bad probably day. Probably his sanity, too, after an instant. Maybe like his that. rod.
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: But bringing it back. you know we're trying to get away from saying <laughs> that on podcasts, but it seems like we always end up doing yeah. that. Uh, bringing it back to Timmy and your Sunday.
1: Saturday. Or Saturday, sorry, not Sunday, Saturday. So, Saturday morning, we drove up and set up on one lake. And, uh, drove the truck out, actually, on the water. So the snow wasn't too bad. There's a couple nice roads plowed. Sat up, punched probably 25 holes. And cut perch all morning, marking pretty much all day. And then. Around 3.30, we packed up, set up on another lake that was right across the road, and caught five nice crappie. I think the smallest one was nine, and the largest one was 13, and then a sunny and a perch. So, cleaned some fish Saturday night and gave them to Nate.
0: Yeah, he sent me a picture last night of him eating fresh fish.
1: I had to teach him how to clean a panfish, but...
0: Hey, if you've never done it before, it's a little bit more tricky he only, than...
1: He only fucked up one side of it? This is a
0: PG podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's just why we kidding. got kicked off an of Apple podcast. Jake, have you ever figured that out yet? Not. We're not going to go off on a tangent here. I'm just curious if you Sorry. figured out why we're... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, moving on. I need to you know, get back into that. I don't know if I ever got a response on the email or not. I need to check that out.
1: Carry on, Timmy. Okay, Jimmy.
0: back to Filet and Fish. The old yeah, and then I, uh...
1: was... Gave him the crappies that he hadn't tried crappie before, and he fried them up on Sunday, and he said they were really good. So we'll have to go back out and catch some more.
0: Speedwitch, of which, so is Nate coming to Devils. Devils? Uh, he and will Nick? not be coming. Unfortunately, for they will not be there either either of them. That's right. And that's going to lead us into in our podcast. next episode here. We're going to get into a little pre-Devils Lake um, kind of BS session and just talk on that a little bit. Yeah. So my Sunday or Saturday I was out to didn't really mark anything. It was total different than totally different than what it was on Friday. Friday we marked fish like all day. Uh Saturday didn't really mark anything. I ended up catching like two eight inch walleyes at five thirty. I was out there from eleven to five thirty and I caught two fish. You guys were hole hopping quite a bit. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, same thing. Same pretty much the same areas that we were on, on Friday. On Friday. Which, is, it sucks, but that's how it works sometimes. Yeah. It is what it is. Actually, speaking of this weekend, I think I did have a PB walleye. On the low end, it was like, I don't know, two inches. <laughs> it was pu- Not even bigger right. than your minnow? No. I didn't have a minnow on, so that's... <laughs> you probably wouldn't scared of it if there was a <laughs> minnow, I mean.
1: Well, Timmy, you got anything to close out with? Uh, just probably everybody stay safe on that ice and looking forward to this Devil's Lake trip. It's gonna be fun, Jake.
0: Well, until next time. Just kidding, I got nothing. He's gonna cut me off again. He did that on the last <laughs> episode. I did. This is my turn. Yeah, I'm gonna let there. Jake close it out because I got nothing. Okay. You got nothing.
1: Well, I Well, actually, stay safe right. out there. Yeah, stay guys, safe, We hope you're good you luck. It,
0: if you made it this far, thanks for listening and being supporting us. So, until next time, we'll get back to <music> you.